You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, I won't clear that up. He's a quarterback, and he's going to be a quarterback going forward. Um, right now, you know, we're just thin at skill positions. Um, it's a credit to him and to Mario and his room that he can have not practiced much and go out and play five different positions for us. Uh, those guys have to know what everybody on the field does, and it also speaks to his competitiveness and his uh, athletic ability. Well, you know, Luke can do it all. I think that's part of his arsenal. You know, he's shown his threats as a receiver, as a quarterback, as a runner. And I think that's uh, another part of our offense that can be dangerous. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. That was Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez talking about the added element of Luke McCaffrey uh, to the offense. This segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by our friends at Tanner Sports Bar and Grill with locations in Omaha and one here in Lincoln, Get on into Tanner. It's one of the best college football weekends of the year. We got games on Friday, games on Saturday. Uh, post up at any one of those Tanner's locations. Get some beer, get some wings. Tell them Husker Online Radio sent you in there. Uh, they won't mind to hear that at all. But, guys, let, let's let's look more at Luke McCaffrey. Nate, when Luke first came to Nebraska, a lot of our experts on the Red Sea Scrolls, and we got a lot of them on there, um, oh, yeah. um, they thought, you know what, this kid may not even be a quarterback at Nebraska. He could be a receiver because he played receiver at high school. He's Ed McCaffrey's kid. He's Christian McCaffrey's brother, yada, yada, yada. Well, he plays receiver in practice for two days, catches a ball, throws a pass off a reverse, then comes in as a quarterback. Uh, a, did, did it shock you? B, um, I mean, he could be a pretty dang good receiver he wanted to be. Yeah, he really could be a, a pretty good receiver. It doesn't shock me at all. I mean, I, I've, I've known how athletic he is. You know, you could see it in high school. Like you said, he was he was his brother's backup quarterback, uh, Dylan. You know, who's at Michigan. So uh, he was he was kind of the backup, and and meanwhile played wide receiver, put up some great numbers doing that. Uh, tremendously a- athletic, of course, uh, coming from that family and and everything and. Uh, but the bottom line was when he was recruited, he was recruited as a quarterback. He wasn't recruited as an athlete. He wasn't going to come in here and you know be moved to to wide receiver full time or or whatever. He was going to be a quarterback. But uh, I think it does make sense to you know, especially when you're as thin as Nebraska is at the wide receiver position to move him over there. And you know, it, it adds a whole other layer to to your offense. Things that that the defense has to prepare for and and be aware of and. Um, you know, I think we got a glimpse of just, you know, just how good he could be uh, this, this past weekend. And, and uh, especially, you know, uh, I, think, I think it really gives Iowa something to, to have to really work, work for and prepare for, too. Um, you know, I, I think that was kind of a strategic deal by Nebraska. Well, the good well the thing we know going forward is uh, he was a quarterback before that game. He was a quarterback immediately after that game, and on Monday, uh, Scott Frost reiterated for a third time that Luke McCaffrey will continue to be a quarterback. So, despite the temporary usage right now, um, long-term case is definitely still at quarterback for Luke McCaffrey. But yeah, I mean that just speaks to his all-around ability. I mean, he is about as do-it-all as it gets um, and shows just the, the different ways that he can hurt you. But what impressed me the most was um, his running ability. I mean, as a quarterback, when he you know, was able to take off on some of those design QB runs, 
it almost looked effortless with him, and he was beating everyone to the edge. And that's, I mean, that's just pure speed. There was one where he just kind of skated, where it's like, he's like, I'm just going to jog, you know? And yet he's covering a a lot of ground in a hurry to where he's getting the corner and turning gains that, you know, for the most part this season, be stuffed for a couple yards into, you know, darn near 10 yard first down. So uh, really got to be excited about his potential as he continues to develop, you know, as more than just a, a really good all around athlete into a true quarterback. Yeah, I once heard Gail. Sayers say, you know, as a running back, he would say, I'm not even worried about the first guy because I know I'm going to make that suck a miss. But it's the second and third guy I'm starting to look at. And McCaffrey's that way. The first guy is not getting him very often. And he's looking and slowing down and making the cuts and the reads. Um, it's it's shaping up to be a decision. I mean, I think next this spring with McCaffrey, if he's on the trajectory path that he's on, um, spring football could be pretty interesting around here, guys. And that's going to be a lot of shows and discussions for us in the offseason. But I'll be curious what they do with them in this game. If they're struggling on offense to get something going, a bad weather day, you got to put this guy in the game and do something with him to get a spark. Um, he's too good to leave on the bench. We've seen that. I mean, the guy uh, has shined in every opportunity he's gotten. And so, yeah, I mean, you're in a game where your season is literally on the line. It can be extended. There's so much on the table right now with getting to a bowl game and winning this game and let alone winning on senior day and beating Iowa, but getting that extra month of practice to continue to develop this team uh, leading up to next season. I mean, there's just so much at stake that you got to play every card in your hand right now. And if you know that Luke McCaffrey can bring a spark or even, you know, change the course of the game, you got to play them. I mean, regardless of hurt and feelings of, of who your guys are, uh, you got to play the best players that you have available. In this, I mean, it's it's you know, everything's at stake right now. Yeah, I don't even I don't even think it's a question. I think you have to use everything that's available to you to to try and win the game. And 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 of, of course, I think McCaffrey is is one of those weapons uh, that you definitely need. I mean, Frost. You heard Frost t- talk about how thin they are at the skill positions right now, and. Um, whether that's using McCaffrey as a wide receiver or even putting him in as a quarterback to, to get some things going on the ground. Um, and that's not to say that Adrian – I mean, shoot, Adrian ran for almost 100 yards against Maryland. So, I mean, he's been running it much, much better too. But uh, but definitely McCaffrey adds a whole other layer to uh, to this offense. I think you've you got to use him on Friday. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk storylines for Friday. And then, you know, Wondell Robinson too – I asked earlier in the week, you know, just to ask Frost a timeline, and I got shut down not once but twice. Uh, didn't even have Wondell acknowledged by the head coach. And, um, you know, my guess is this will go all the way into kickoff Friday morning. It's a hamstring. How will he come back on it? We don't talk, we didn't talk to assistant coaches all week either. So there won't be, there weren't any backdoor Wandell updates from Troy Walters. I mean, they really, really have tried to control the message, but specifically, Robin, on Wandell's status. Yeah, it's kind of been a move this staff has made a lot this year when it comes to injuries. You know, they, they want to make their opponents uh, have to guess about who they're going to see come Saturday or, or kickoff. And that's going to be the, the ploy once again this week. I mean, they're basically, sh- they shut it down all week, uh, you know, or not going to let anything leak uh, about, you know, who could or couldn't play. And especially with the guy as valuable as Wandale, um, they want to make Iowa have to think about that all week. And, um, you know, if, if he is going to play, you know, they're going to make him prepare for him. And if he's not, you know, they want to have him waste some practice time on a short week getting ready for a guy that might not even be available. So this is all gamesmanship, and Frost has shown that uh, you know, with, with guys, you know, whether it's Aiden Martinez or Wandale Robinson or whoever it may be, um, he's not going to tip his hand one way or the other. And, you know, that, that team that they're playing that week is going to have to, you know, prepare for, you know, the, that guy to play or not. 
yeah, he's going to make you prepare for everybody every week. And um, but I'm not holding my breath necessarily on on Nebraska having Wando. I think he would bring an awful lot to the table. Obviously, uh, that kind of goes without saying. But um, you know, is he going to be healthy enough to to do it? You know, have they managed him? Um, and, and, and kind of been able to, to shut him down enough to, to have him ready to go against the Hawkeyes. Um, you know, that's that's a big question. I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, that hamstring that it happened in the Purdue game, right? It, it must have been. I mean, it must have been way more severe than. Well, Wandell than, tried to come back in the game, yeah, and they, the medical staff stopped him from yep. going in. And Frost even questioned that in the post game that day. So. Hamstrings are funny, as we know, and Wandell had history of it when he first got here in the spring. They they backed him down as well in August at times. Um, you just hope this is not going to be a, a chronic deal for a guy like Wandell over his career because, man, he could have a special career. Well, and Ryan Held kind of mentioned last week where he said, you know, we maybe we've used him a little too much or we've we've put more 25 on, carries. <laughs> yeah, we put more on him than what we ever anticipated putting, him, putting on him. And so, you know, maybe this is kind of the direct result of that, unfortunately. Conovi Noah also out for the year uh, earlier in the week. Scott Frost announced didn't play at Maryland, and Frost announces he had surgery on a meniscus, so not major surgery, but something that he wanted to shut himself down for and, and get repaired here, um, heading into the next steps of his life. So when we come back, we're going to talk defensive storylines against Iowa. Could the weather factor this game? Um, and 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 you look at Iowa's running game. That's all next here. You're listening here to the Oscar Line Show. 